finding suitable mental health medications can be a challenge. The GeneSight test may help. Did you know that genetics can play an important role in gaining insight on how a person may respond to various medications? Understanding this may help reduce medication trial and error. GeneSight is a genetic test that analyzes variations in DNA. It shows how genes may affect someone's metabolism or response to medications commonly prescribed to treat depression, anxiety, and other mental health conditions. Visit GeneSight.com for more information. This is The Jerry Callahan Show. Uh, we were wondering yesterday, we asked the question, who would be next to have his uh, life uh, exposed, his, his life uh, destroyed in this uh, uh, email, in this scandal in Washington? Um, it, we know now John Gruden's life is over as he knew it. Um, it's... This is how these things work. First, he is forced to resign. Now, first, he's forced to apologize, and a day later, forced to resign. Then he loses his name on the Ring of Fame in Tampa, which is good. As I tweeted out, it's good. You wouldn't want people, quality individuals like Antonio Brown and Richard Sherman <laughs> to have to look up and see the name of a coach who used salty language in his emails. So that's good. He also lost his contract with Skechers. So and and we estimate I estimated yesterday he's going to lose seventy million dollars on the contract with the uh, with the Las Vegas Raiders. So good, the guy used um, uh, offensive language in a private email, so he lost about hundred million dollars. He lost his career, his endorsements, his reputation. It's all over. And some people are squawking, are are uncomfortable with the way it all went down. Others are fine. It, it amazes me. When I tweet about it or talk about it and I hear people say, you know, he's, he's a racist and, uh, and I'm like, yeah, sure. But is this, is this how you want things? Is this how you want it to work? Is this the country you want to live in where private emails from 10 years ago can destroy a man's life, his career, his reputation. And many of the people are, are okay with that are okay with, um, the, uh, media and big tech, uh, of burying um, Hunter Biden's emails or Hillary Clinton's emails. Those, those are private. You know, those are, those, those are, are less important. Those are football Russian, team, right, though. Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Less important. We have emails that literally indict the president of the United States in a deal with, with communist China and, and other deals with the Ukraine and other countries where the big guys getting a 10% kickback. We have proof. It's undeniable. Everyone knows it. And yet these people will stick their heads in the sand. I, I don't believe it. It's Russian disinformation. It's a Rudy Giuliani uh, uh, operation. Don't believe it. He's not smart enough to pull that off. Everybody <laughs> knows. Everybody knows they're legit. Everybody knows their president is compromised, but they don't want to hear it. It's just a you know private email. But they're okay destroying Gruden's life. And I'm looking forward to Gruden's um, uh, revenge tour. I'm not sure when that's going to be. But there's no way a guy like him, you know, 58-year-old guy with a few years left and nothing else to do, there's no way he's going to take this lying down, nor should he. There's some weasel in the um, NFL office, and the NFL is denying any involvement in this. There's Come a piece, on. It's a piece from Mike Florio where he says, when are they going to release, uh, or, or did the NFL sanction this? Did they approve of this uh, release of these emails? And they say no. Um, I believe his name is uh, Brian McCarthy, the DPR guy, said, no, that wasn't us. So somebody in the office sn um, some, uh, did it uh, clandestinely, snuck the emails. Some intern. It says very few people have access to exactly. the 650,000 emails, but somebody who does had a problem with John Gruden and without any, any, without seeing any emails from you know, Daniel Snyder or anyone in the organization for that matter, unless you count Bruce Allen who, and, and, and he was just on the receiving end of Gruden's emails. So the only guy to pay a price right now, although the Washington Redskins, the Washington football team was fined for the uh, climate in the office, the, 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 the uh, sexual whatever harassment and discrimination charges they investigated it. They fined them $10 million on July 3rd. So no one even knows. No one even noticed. And they moved on. We don't get to see 
Daniel Snyder's emails. We don't get to see all the you know people the, the complaining about the atmosphere in the office and all the things they were investigating. But we do get to see John Gruden, a private citizen working for ESPN, by the way. And I love that. I love the people at ESPN who are uh, condemning the NFL and the and the climate the NFL has created. This was one of their people. This was an ESPN employee on his own private email uh, communicating with the GM of the Redskins, and now he's done. But here's here's what well, A, I'm looking forward to seeing what Gruden does next because there's no way he just rolls over because obviously he's guilty and obviously he's an idiot, as I said yesterday, for, for hitting send and sending this stuff. It, it, there's lots of people in the NFL, lots of players, coaches, GMs, owners who talk like this, I'm sure. But I think most of them are smart enough not to email them to, uh, to someone who's using his official NFL uh, email account. Now, Gruden was not, but Bruce Allen was, which is how Gruden got caught up in this dragnet. And he wasn't supposed to be part of the investigation. Hell, he's not part of the investigation. But somebody hates him, and somebody wanted to ruin him, and they succeeded. No they, way Goodell's vindictive enough to go after him, though, right? right. I mean, he's a, he's a nice I, guy. I'm not, I'm not sure how, if Goodell hates him. or Yeah, you're probably right. He, Goodell could tell one of his underlings, take care of this. Go get this guy. Get it to the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal. Just, just let's ruin him. And they did. And they could do it under the pretense of, there's no place in this game for that kind of language. No place in this game for that kind of person Okay, uh, let's uh, let's sit down and watch uh, Tyreek Hill and uh, oh, exactly. Kareem Hunt, AB and, and all that. Who's ben Roethlisberger and uh, Deshaun Watson, right. and Antonio Brown, and Richard Sherman. I mean, the list is long. Uh, some people have been tweeting about the various. Uh, well, they hid the they hid the video of uh, who was the player that uh, beat up his girlfriend in the um, Ray, Ray, Ray Rice. Yeah, Ray Rice. They hid right. they hid that. I mean, you the story, it's endless, the examples. I know Michael Vick killed dogs. Now, he did a, he did time in federal prison, but he was allowed to come back. I guarantee you, John Gruden, who's only 58, is not allowed to come back. He will never come back for this. Uh, he'll have to be like Pete Rose working for some, like, shadowy gambling site. I Sit don't outside know. the Super Bowl. Sign <laughs> <our progress. laughs> yeah. Have a little trailer full of... To swag that he can sign and sell because he's not going to get back in the league. He's not going to get back on ESPN. He's not going to get hired by any of the other networks. I'm not sure what John Gruden has left. I mean, maybe, maybe he could go to college and be one of these like Bobby Ugh, Petrino outlaw maybe. coaches, coaches who gets hired by some program that wants to uh, make a splash. But even then, you just bring back all these uh, emails and you say, you see what he said about the, you know, about Demora Smith. Do you see what he said about Michael Sam? Uh, he used this word, that word. I mean, it's going to dog him. It's all in print. It's not secondhand. Someone said something to someone. It's all there. You Google it and you see why Gruden is absolutely and, screwed. And he's not refuting it either. So, so I there guess you go. there's nothing to refute. I mean, he already apologized. Right. It will be an interesting moment when he sits down and talks to somebody, I'm not sure whom, uh, we'll do the interview, but somebody will eventually talk to him, and I wonder if he knows who put the hit out on him. I wonder if he blames Goodell. I mean, obviously Goodell is uh, involved here. They wouldn't have done this without Goodell's blessing. I didn't know Goodell um, hated Gruden, but he, he, he might. And, you know, Goodell is uh, the chief panderer, you know, he's he's the one, I think, who wanted to write end racism in the end zone. And God knows that worked. Racism's over. They wrote it in the end zone, put it in the back of their helmets. Thank God for him. You know, Goodell is the one. He had to give his blessing to the halftime show, and we'll get to that. But I do, I do want to mention this, because maybe it only matters to me. I laughed out loud at this, but I was wondering who else would be humiliated, whose life would be turned upside down. And we're still waiting. There'll be others. There has to be. There's 650,000 emails. And the NFL and this, and we know the NFL. We know how the, the Goodell's, you know, regime operates. This is sleazy. And, and again, you can hate good Gruden. You could say good riddance. You could say, you know, he never should work again. You could say, you know, whatever. Throw him on a cannibal island and put ketchup on him. Whatever you want to do to him. Fine. You can't um, say... You like the way this unfolded. You can't say this is 
this is fair and just to cherry pick a handful of emails out of 650,000 and say, we're going to give them to the New York times and let them take it from here. They knew that what New York times would do, they'd run it and demand his head and everything else, ruin the guy's life, force him out of the job, cost him a hundred million dollars. You can't think that that's the way this should be done. And by the way, protect other people. There's no question they're protecting somebody. They're protecting Daniel Snyder in this case. You can't tell me that there's not evidence of Daniel Snyder emailing, texting, talking, saying something every bit as bad as what Gruden did. The investigation's supposed to be about Snyder. And again, he paid a fine. It was nothing. He's, he's got one of the most valuable franchises in sports. He apparently survived this investigation where you had, I think it was 30 or 40 women on record saying uh, the, the atmosphere was intolerable, the, the sexual uh, harassment, discrimination. Uh, it just was a, a real uh, uh, bad workplace. Is it over? The investigation over? I mean, officially over and that's it? We have to wait for some weasel in the in New York office to leak out more emails and indict, include um, Daniel Snyder in this. Uh, Albert Breer had a column on, on Sports Illustrated, uh, SI, com, I think. And he talked about an old famous old quote from Tech Schramm talking to a player. And he said, you don't understand. You guys are the cattle and we're the ranchers. And the ranchers are the owners. The cattle include coaches who make a hundred million dollars. They're still cattle. They still can get fired like that. They're gone. Elevate the special teams coach and we play on. That's the way it is. I mean, it, it's not a bad thing to be cattle when you're making 10 million a year. Or if you're a player and you're Deshaun Watson, you're making $35 million a year. He's still cattle. They're still ranchers. And the league protect, protects the ranchers. The league protects Daniel Snyder. Uh, and everyone knows he's, he's a sleazebag, but it, 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 they're not going to uh, make the case against him and destroy him the way they've destroyed Gruden. I'm just guessing that they could, at the drop of a hat, include... You know, forget just 650,000 emails. Yeah, there's got to be hundreds there's, of people they could, right. they could take it's, out if they what, wanted what, to. Any, they've done interviews. They've obviously got uh, uh, all kinds of first-person testimonials about what a creep Snyder is. But they're going to let him skate because he's a rancher. Um, this will not cost anyone his job, and it won't cost anyone any money. But uh, Adam Schefter has got a great reputation, you know, in among fans, readers, whatever, ESPN viewers. As a, as a great reporter, he's broken more stories than all the other you know, football writers combined. It's just what he does. I like Adam. I've, I'd known him years ago when he was a you know, beat writer in Denver, and we used to have him on the radio all the time. But I'm just going to tell you from someone in the business, this is humiliating if you have not heard the latest. And it's not a big deal. It's not like Gruden. But Adam Schefter was somehow was uh, involved in the uh, – in the scandal in Washington. And here's uh, what we know about Schefter. He was communicating with Bruce Allen, the Redskins GM. I'm sure he communicates with all the GMs. He, God knows he's got great contacts. But he wasn't just saying, you know, what's up, Bruce? Uh, any, any transactions, any signings, any news, any trades? He sent a story, a complete story he wrote to, um, to Bruce Allen, the general manager of um, the Washington Redskins, and he wrote in a note, I'm not sure why they released this too, maybe someone there in New York doesn't like Adam Schefter either, but here's his, here's his note to Bruce Allen. Please let me know if you see anything that should be added, changed, or tweaked. Thanks, Mr. Editor, for that, and the trust. Plan to file this to ESPN about 6 a.m., are you serious, Adam? I mean, I know you got some close contacts, some friends around the league. I am stunned that Adam Schefter did this. He's a journalist. He's a great. He's a great journalist. This is just nuts that you would send it to a general manager. This is a friend of his or somebody in the periphery who you know is a good editor, a wordsmith. This is the general manager, a person he's supposed to cover, and he's sending him a story, asking him. I mean, it's like the. You know, people, and this is literally true, the people at MSNBC or the Washington Post sending it to the Biden regime or Jen Psaki and saying, do you see anything wrong with this? They do that. 
But those people aren't journalists. Those are just uh, those are just slobber and sycophants. Schefter, I always thought of as a journalist, but how many? Well, guys... he's got to trade something for access, though. I, I mean, guess. he needs he needs them to trust him in order to write write about them and get all I the guess. access that he and, has. And, so. and I, I've never been in that situation, in that position where you're sending it to a subject yeah. of the story, a person you're supposed to be covering. It's not just let me read you this quote or let me read you this paragraph. It's <clears throat> literally sending the whole story. And saying, let me know if anything should be changed. Yeah. What if Bruce Allen came back and say, well, you didn't mention, you know, how smart I am. Or, <laughs> right. <laughs> you didn't mention you put that what in a there. great trade I made. It I would mean, be cool to see the before and after, actually. I don't know if we'll ever see it, but if we don't see more, then Gruden, uh, I realize, again, a pariah now. I realize he's a, he's a non-person. It's almost like he's unvaccinated. He's just a rotten, no good uh, human being who should be uh, ignored, who should be shoved aside forever, uh, should be... Uh, uh, put out to pasture to keep it a metaphor. Yeah, yes. Just, his life should be destroyed. His whole family should be destroyed, I think. I, mean, I think they should uh, burn down his house and kill his dog. I really do. <laughs> I mean, you saw that language he used. I did see that language. I mean, yeah. he said, he said pussy. He did. You can't have a, you can't have a guy saying, oh, by Not the way... Not on email. By the way, you're a big music guy. How excited are you, Carano, about the halftime show? I'm not excited at all. Well, what but are you I, talking about? These, these guys speak to me. Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, Eminem. I, when I, you know, I appreciate Eminem as a musician. I think yeah. he's a very talented rapper. Absolutely. But, uh, I, I, I appreciate him because I like to sing about killing bitches too. It's just <laughs> yes. my thing, you know? Yeah. And, and uh, I, I mean, kill, uh, they're going to have a guy at their biggest, uh, more than one guy, singing about rape and killing bitches and shooting cops. We're going to get to some of the lyrics, and I'm hoping to hear them. Because I love, you know, to to you love to just sing along, illuminate the hypocrisy of the end. Yeah, I like to sing along too, but I'm just going to picture John Gruden somewhere. I don't even know where he lives down in Florida, probably sitting in front. You know, he's got his whatever twenty thousand square foot mansion somewhere, and his you know seventy two inch TV, sitting down and watching. You know, Eminem or Snoop Dogg sing about killing bitches. All we want saying, is equal application. I said pussy. Equal application of the rules. That's all we really want. Uh, so you know. I, 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 and and it's, it's, that's so true and you won't get it. And the other, and the problem is I realize again, Goodell, he, he, he's, he fights dirty. We've seen it with the, with Brady. And by the way, does anyone want to knock Brady for destroying his phone now? I said this at the time when Brady destroyed his cell phone God, no. with a hammer. I said, you're going to trust Roger Goodell Never. with your personal texts if he had given the phone over to Goodell, it would have been three days later because Goodell is a vindictive, petty little man. Three days later, you'd have seen it in some New York Times, Washington Post, or or, or you know Daily Beast or some uh, left wing rag. You'd see Brady's texts to his wife, to his mother, to his family, personal stuff. You'd see him talking to his trainer about things. I have no doubt it would have been leaked out in. Instantly, Brady was smart to destroy the phone. Everybody, all the Brady haters were saying, oh, what's, if you got nothing to hide, why don't you destroy it? Well, you got plenty to hide. You got your personal life. You got things, personal things that might embarrass you. And I have zero doubt that Goodell and his minions would have leaked it out. Another smart move by Thomas Edward Patrick Brady. Destroy the phone. John Gruden should have been as smart as, as Brady was, knowing I guess it would have been hard to make the leap if you're Gruden and you're texting or emailing with your friend. Email's think, not private. You have to know that. Yeah, but his was, but Alan's wasn't, you know? No, I'm saying it's not private, though. Well, Anybody nothing, can have it. If you use a Google account, it's not private. Google can see all your emails. That's true, but I guess you don't expect him to leak it. No, you don't. But he wasn't thinking this is going to end up in the hands of Roger Goodell, who no. hates me, and, and all the people in the New York office who hate me. He clearly wasn't thinking that. But even so, texting some of the stuff emailing some of the stuff he emailed, some of the words, some of the descriptions and the, in the terms, uh, it was offensive. And as soon as you see it, you say he's over, he's done uh, again. There's plenty of room in the NFL, you know, for guys who beat up their wives or use machine guns. You see Frank Clark of the, uh, uh Kansas city chiefs of the dreadful Kansas city chiefs. He was busted for having a machine gun in his Lamborghini. I don't think he'll miss a day. I don't think he'll miss a week or a play. I mean, 
A machine gun? I have no problem with that. But let me ask you this. You have no problem. It's a crime. Well, yeah, but I mean, more laws just legal doesn't right, mean right. moral. Legal, yeah, yeah legal, right. legal. You don't care about well, laws. Well, legal doesn't so. mean moral, though. You I didn't some, say it was law. I said he broke the law. He did I mean, break this the law. This is a felony. Yeah. By the way, why does Frank Clark take that kind of chance? You would just, never do that. That's just dumb. Probably just, should be fired because he's dumb. <laughs> but I wanted to ask you about uh, the rappers again. How do you feel about the argument that it's there's a difference between an artist making art and someone writing emails to uh, you know to a coworker? To I a, would say there is, and the difference is the. Uh, artist has much, much more influence. The artist has much more reach, much more effect on children, on people. Uh, when an artist is uh, singing about, let me try to get, I want to get some of the, these, these my, my favorite lyrics. I want to finish up with uh, Adam Schefter. I yeah, mean, yeah. I, I wonder if it's just me because I've uh, been in the business and I'm, I, I like to uh, monitor, like to criticize the media, even guys like this, like used to be a friend of mine who's a good reporter who's sending a story to a general manager asking him to tweak it in the business. And I realize fans won't care, you know, the, the people, the players, they won't care. But in the business, this is a humiliating day for Adam Schefter. This is beneath him. Again, this is something that, you know, uh, some uh, in a Washington Post or New York Times writer would do to send to, you know, Saki or Biden or whoever and say, what do you think? You don't expect it from Schefter. It's humiliating. I wonder if there are more things like this. I don't know when or how or we're going to learn more. I mean, we don't know who leaked it. The NFL tells Mike Floria it wasn't them, which it clearly was them, but it wasn't officially them. And they had no word. They wouldn't tell Florio. In fact, they said they would get back to him when he asked Will we be seeing more emails? I mean, can you imagine what's in them? 650,000? It's, it's tons, tons of stuff. Some would be, like, not relevant. There wouldn't be people we know. There wouldn't be Snyder or Allen or the coach or anything. It'd just be people in the office tweeting, you know, can't stop saying tweeting and texting. Emailing, you know, pictures of their private parts. I mean, there's got to be some really crude stuff. Of course stuff. there is. There's got to the be whole... thousands of pages of that. There's got to be right. at least hundreds of people, maybe more, who That's have done, done that type of stuff. of the investigation. Right, <laughs> right. right. But, and the NFL's not going to investigate themselves, are they? We're never going to find out how it's this a, leaked. No, it's a good, good, it's a good point. I'm right. It's a good point. If you're, I wonder, the only way we'd find out or at least get an, uh, an idea is if Gruden knows. Does Gruden know who did this to I him? hope he does. I'd love for it to come does out. Does Gruden know who put the hit out on him? Because if he does, clearly he's going to uh, uh, pursue this. I would. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't and, you, yes. want, wouldn't you to, say, I'm not going to rest until I ruin that person? Oh, absolutely. I would definitely go after them. But the thing to me, too, is that Goodell, if Goodell doesn't know, he would investigate. The only reason why I wouldn't investigate is because he already knows. That is a good point by you. Um, One of many, by they, the way. Yes, a rare, valid point. They they make, they, 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 you know, Goodell knows, Brian McCarthy or whatever his name is, the PR guy, they all know who, who did it. In fact, if I had to guess, I'd say um, Goodell ordered the code red. I Probably. would say Goodell had a problem with Gruden. By the way, he wanted to get out in front of it because, you know, in this day and age, the NFL is NFL's not as woke as the NBA, but it's pretty woke um, they, uh, um, again, we'll, we'll go over the halftime show, but every chance they get, I mean, they did a PSA last year that says football is gay. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it was laughable. It didn't, it didn't affect anybody's life. It just became kind of comical, but football is gay. Football is trans football is this. And you know, they have, they did went through all the motions last year with slogans in the end zone and on the helmets and in PSAs and, and all that. And you'll never hear anyone other than Gruden in an official capacity, say anything negative about Colin Kaepernick. Another way this could have gone down is a reporter could have gotten, could have gotten some wind of it and then said, Hey, listen, we're going to break this story unless you do something. And Goodell said, all right, well, we need a sacrificial lamb. Right. So let's just go take out Gruden. Yes. And again, Gruden's just a cow. He's just a cattle. And, uh, Snyder is the guy they're protecting. I don't know if they will continue to protect them. I don't know if they can, if there's so many emails. And and once these things get circulated into three, four, five, ten people's hands, then people feel like they got plausible deniability. They could say, it wasn't me. And they and they will send it to whomever. I don't know, the New York Times or, or maybe Schefter. You know, <laughs> so he can save face. He can break <laughs> a big story. Uh, but we will get to the hypocrisy of the NFL, and it's it was on full display. It is on full display. And by the way, I don't think it's going away. No. Uh, every I mean, this week, 
uh, tomorrow night, Antonio Brown and Richard Sherman are playing. You know, I mean, people, Antonio Brown was credibly accused of rape. Richard Sherman, who is facing domestic violence charges, who broke into his in-laws' home. And we got video, and it's crazy video. Right, drunk, uh, driving drunk, uh, attacking his in-laws. I mean, granted, he was smart, and then he started talking about, you know, his mental health issues, how he needs help, and immediately you can't really attack him. You have to say the poor guy needs help, but, you know, they think nobody else wanted to touch him. Tampa Bay signs him just before the Patriots game, and uh, I don't think his, his case has been resolved yet. I mean, he could get convicted, and every day there's another story. Uh, somebody was tweeting the whole list of NFL players facing charges yesterday, and there's like hundreds of uh, them, including, you know, reckless driving, drunk driving, domestic violence, hundreds. Uh, that's where I read Frank Clark's story about carrying a machine <laughs> gun. I mean, was he thinking of using it? Jeez, I, they, I mean, get a, just get a get a carry license and and uh, and and carry a weapon that's legal. That's how hard is that? I, uh, my friend Fred Smurlis had a permit. I don't know if he still does to carry a machine gun. And I said, "There, you do not." And he pulls it right out of his out so of his fanny pack and showed me. It says "permit to carry a machine gun" right on it. That's fine. Oh, I'm sorry. It shouldn't. I don't know if it says "carry," but "permit to own" or "permit to own." To, I'm not uh, sure you a, can anymore. I, I know you can't. I don't think you yeah, can even buy was, them anymore. This was a few years ago. Not an ago, automatic weapon. It actually can... says right on the thing. That's crazy. Permit for a machine gun. You think he made that up? You think that was a Turtle Boy special where it's just uh, no, made up? No, no. Uh, he's, he's like a gun guy. Like you, a gun guy. He has a, like me? Uh, a fanny pack, which some people, you know, make fun of fanny packs. Yes. But then he pulls his Glock out of the <laughs> fanny pack and you don't make fun of it so much anymore. <laughs> no. That's where he well, keeps. Well, he's a big guy. Just so you know, that's where he keeps his, his weapon. Nobody would mess with Fred except for Eddie Andelman. Nobody yes. would mess with Fred. Fred's a, a scary guy. But let's, we're going to get to the. The hypocrisy, including the halftime show, which I'm really looking forward to. As I said, I I love songs about killing bitches. It's just my thing. It's one of my things. I mean, it's art. It's art. I don't really believe in killing bitches. It's art. Okay. Okay. All right. And and we'll get to um, my man Matt Walsh calls it his daily cancellation. We'll get to one of the most popular songs of all time which will no longer be played because somebody decided after 50 years of playing it that the band can no longer play it because it's offensive. And we'll ask the question. I'll ask Music Man over here if it is indeed offensive and if we will uh, miss this song. But And, and we'll ask, as we always do, oh, what's next? What's next? Well, what's next right now is me telling you about DCU our wonderful sponsor. Uh, do you love your car but hate your car payment? No problem. Refinance your car today with DCU, and they can help lower your monthly payment, lower your interest rate, or both. Applying is easy, and their loan experts will help you find the loan term and the payment that fits into your budget. Get out of that high-rate loan and get the interest rate and the payment you deserve from DCU. Learn more and apply today at dcu.org slash refinance. Insured by NCUA. Membership required. All right, we got to get to... Uh, Gonna get to two of my least favorite people, uh, Hunter Biden and Kyrie Irving. <laughs> and and by the way, uh, uh, Dr. Fauci, this story about Fauci versus Fauci v. Chappelle just made me laugh out loud. But let's uh, stick to the NFL's hypocrisy for now. This is you'll you'll never see another you know like white guy country singer. I always said Kenny Chesney and Tim McGraw would be a good halftime show. Big, huge country stars, and not you know the cutting, not the modern Florida Georgia. Boring. You think, you think Morgan Wallen has any shot? I don't even know that guy. I'm not. I'm not a. Uh, I'm not a country guy. Uh, You're a country. Are you more country guy than a rock guy? I. I'm both. I'm yeah. both. See, I like. I like new music. I don't sit there and stuck in the past, just listening to you know oldies or same old thing. Like me. Like some friends of mine who just listen to Springsteen. I love listening to Springsteen, but I like to get with the times. I don't like bro country. I don't like Luke Bryant. I don't. I hate Florida Georgia Line. That's probably would be the choice if they okay. were to pick a halftime show. I prefer, you know, Kenny Chesney, Eric Church, Tim McGraw, those guys, and they would be great. The I've classics. Seen, I've seen uh, Chesney. I've seen Eric Church. They put on a great show. They would be great. But again, you will never see another white guy, just like you'll never see another white guy, you know, hosting any of these uh, like uh, award shows or or stupid game shows or, you know, the, the masked singer type uh, voice kind of things and, or doing commercials. I mean, if you're a white guy, character actor, a white guy, commercial guy, actor, and com- 
just give it up. You know, go to, you know, learn, learn to code. You got no shot. I mean, your day, your day has come and gone. Those, those opportunities are over. And every year we would talk about what do you think the halftime show would be? Who will it be? They used to have wrinkly old rockers. They had the they who, did. they had the who, Paul they had McCartney. Paul McCartney, they had Springsteen. Yeah. Those were good shows aimed at some different target audience. Those days are over. I well, mean, that was backlash again. to the Justin Timberlake, uh, um, Janet oh, Jackson thing, too. Right after there is when it really went stodgy old. Guys. I was there watching that in person. Were you there? And I never saw the bosom. I never saw it come up. Even in the video, you I was can't... there when Michael Jackson did a halftime show with hundreds of young children. Yes, he want to talk about a, 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 uh, a hit, or mi- hit and a miss, uh, putting Michael Jackson surrounded by children. <laughs> perfect. It was an af- actual halftime show. But we don't have that kind of wholesome family entertainment anymore. Nope. Again, you got no shot, Eric Church. Forget it. If your dream was to play the halftime show, and by the way, that would be more towards the target. The target is, I'm going to guess, you know, 40 year old guys. Probably. Most of the, not most, much of the audience, 40 year old, you know, 35 to 50 year old guys. There's probably lots of Eric Church fans. I'm not sure they're all big Snoop fans, but that doesn't matter. The NFL's in the business of pandering, just like all the other, all the other corporations at this point. Not just leagues, not just uh, sports, but all the other corporations. But I was wondering, now that we know um, Eminem, Dr. Dre, and Snoop are playing the halftime show, now that we know that there's no place in the game, I heard this from a number of people yesterday, there's no place in the game. I think it was Aaron Rodgers said this on Pat McAfee. Everybody's been asked about Gruden. Everyone has an opinion. They don't really give you their honest opinion. They t- tell you what they're supposed to say. The group think is uh, no place in the game for this. You know, it's unfortunate. Uh, you know, we're we're open. We're you know diverse and inclusive and all that. And good riddance to John Gruden. And again, Gruden won't be involved at halftime of the Super Bowl. But I'll be there watching my my guys, Eminem, Snoop Dogg. I want. I'm just hoping Eminem plays low down dirty. I'm not familiar from, with that. Oh, you don't? Oh, jeez, ah. I do. You know, well, um, I mean, we don't have the licensing rights to play it. So I'll <laughs> you just say that like that's on me. <laughs> I'll just sing it for you, okay? Oh, I'd love that. Ready? Yeah. Uh, you know, give me a little beep up. <laughs> Bitch, get her hid in the bush. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. This is an actual lyric, an actual lyric from one of the great rappers of all time. My old friend Lucy Burgess tell me he's the greatest ever. Creative. You know, uh, he is quite good. Okay, quote, Bitch, get her. Hid in the bush like Margot Kidder. Jumped out, killed the bitch, and did her. Used to let the babysitter suck my bleep when I was littler. Smoke a blunt while I'm titty bleeping bet Middler. <laughs> well, this is the greatest rap lyricist. His, his flow is quite good. Slap dips support domestic violence. Beat your bitch's ass while your kids stare in silence. Are you sure that's Eminem? That doesn't sound like Eminem. Uh, it's from or... the Slim Shady LP. Oh, okay, all right. So okay. you think it's yeah. Eminem? Yeah, it is. it is. I mean, that's one of dozens, if not hundreds, of uh, lyrics um, of singing, glorifying, um, domestic, literally domestic violence and beating the bitch while her kids watch in silence. God, I hope he does that song. He's not going to do that song. Why not? Fact, but I don't know what song he's, he's going to do. He's an artist. You can't control what an artist. He wants to be, this is a form of expression. Well, I could see why the NFL would hey, not want this, uh, this. This guy's been making music for, what, 20-something years, right? Okay, that's one song from hundreds from, from uh, Eminem. Then you got Snoop Dogg. Then you got Dre, Dr. Dre, who's well-known for, like, beating bitches up himself. You know, he likes, he likes to smack his women around, Dr. Dre. These are people who will not just be included in the halftime they will be celebrated they will be applauded they will be worshipped by a crowd not just of the you know whatever 70 80,000 will be in attendance but a hundred million people around the world will yeah. be watching the NFL sit there and honor a guy who sings about killing bitches and beating them up while their kids stare in silence I'm sorry if that's some if there's no comparison I think they're not they're uh they're giving their blessing to this kind of uh, this kind of crap, and they're at the same time saying there's no place in the game for a guy who sent in a private email uh, 
coarse, salty, offensive language. If you don't see the hypocrisy there, I'm sorry, there's no hope for you. But this isn't, you know, just giving a sideline pass to Eminem or letting them do a PSA with some NFL player or just having them, you know, uh, give, you know, letting them come to, the, come to the game and sit in a, in a box and say, oh, there's Eminem. This is literally letting him do this in front of 100 million people at your big event. There's no greater honor for or no greater exposure for an, uh, a musician, would you say, than doing a halftime show? Oh, that's got to be the biggest I mean, it's gotta, show in the, yeah, nobody, ever. Nobody yeah, turns do it down. They do it. It's quick. It's It's got incredible production. Was it last year? The weekend who went it was the, the, weekend. Ma- the maze of the lights, which was terrible. But you know, Katy some- Perry, best halftime I've ever seen. The best, yeah. Uh, she rode in on that uh, on that tiger. Do you remember that? I don't it was remember. So, it was, I don't it was, remember. I'm sure it was, it was awesome. awesome. I'm sure it was awesome. Right. I will say. No, I, mean, I think this is hypocritical by the I'll NFL, but I do see the difference between an artist, you know, putting out a record and talking about this this, this type of thing, like the Rolling Stones and Brown Sugar. We we mentioned off air before this show. It's a, well, that I, was an I, anti-slavery I song. Well, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So it's, the, it's, so it's, you know, I, I don't, benefit I, I don't, of I don't doubt. interpret that way. I think the Rolling Stones are one hundred percent in favor of. <laughs> they want to bring back slavery. I do see the difference between an artist doing. We'll get to that, but here's. The problem is everything, when you make everything about race, then you have separate rules. And I realize Eminem is not black, but he's, you know, a a rapper and one of the most famous, successful rappers ever. Dr. Dre's up there, too. You know, they work together. And and, and Snoop Dogg, of course, I mean, he might be the most famous rapper just because of TV commercials and acting and hanging out with uh, Martha Stewart and all the things he's done. Um, So he'll be there. And he'll be singing about, I don't know, shooting cops? What do you think? He'll be I don't think they're going to do anything. I don't know what songs they're, they're going to be able to do. You can't stop them. You can't you know, edit them. You can't censor them. But if you make everything about race, then you have two separate sets of rules. So you have a guy, an old white guy who's conservative and hates Biden. I mean, clearly he can never, ever work again. Clearly he must be destroyed. And at the same time, you're not just looking the other way with whoever antonio brown or frank clark or you name the you name the criminal who's playing in the league but you celebrate them you honor them you pay them you 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 feature them and then at halftime when you have a choice between eric church or snoop dogg you say well you know we did uh, make a commitment to racial and economic justice so let's go with snoop dogg you know, who cares what he sings or what he says and not, uh, you know, the, the white guy who appeals to, to middle America. Well, and there, there, are plenty, there are plenty of positive rappers you could use, too. They're just not as big as, as those folks. Like Jurassic 5 is my favorite, and they do a lot of positive rap. Just very innovative positive, positive rap. What, what yeah, good just, is that? Well, well, Bunch of pussies. They don't do any... They don't sing about killing bitches? They don't. That, not they as far as I can remember, Christ. no. What good are they? Sorry. What kind of rappers doesn't sing about killing bitches? That's a good point. They don't My favorite, who's the, who's the crudest, rudest, like... Most... Like uh, maybe N.W.A. Oh, or... Yeah. My, or uh, one of my favorites. Who was the... Um... Tell me again what that stands for. I'm not going to say oh, that. You don't want on. me to get canceled. You don't want the show to get canceled. <sighs> All right. Well, they will uh, be on full display, and I'm looking forward to it. Um, on whatever that is, February, whatever. And uh, I'll be looking to see what the latest indignity is for John Gruden. He lost his endorsement for Skechers. God knows how much that was. It was probably good money. He lost his ring of honor, which is comical to me. You take a guy's name immediately. No, no judge, jury, no trial, no due process. You just look at some emails from a guy after he was done working for you. He was a private citizen working for ESPN. You look at his private emails, you don't like some of the language, you take his name off the ring of honor. By the way, Warren Sapp is still up there, one of the worst human beings ever to play in the NFL. And the first game you play with the ring of honor, with the name gone, you know, you're featuring the likes of Antonio Brown, another horrible human being. O.J. Simpson, I believe, is still up on the ring of honor in Buffalo. O.J. Simpson bust <laughs> is still on display in Canton. I visited it. I took self, I took pictures with OJ, because it's the most popular, I don't know if it's popular the word, it's the one most people go to see and take pictures of. There's plenty of guys who've been in the Hall of Fame, you know, players that you like and you respect and you want to go see their bust, but everyone goes right to OJ Simpson. Of course. Because they can't believe it's still there. Um, and OJ Simpson killed two people and is still honored in Buffalo. John Gruden said pussy. John Gruden said queer. 
Which, by the way, is not a term that's acceptable now. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna comment on that. Isn't that kind of evolved to a term? They use it. I mean, yeah, it's in the it's in the acronym, right? The LGBTQ. I think is part of it. I thought Q was questioning. Oh, maybe it is now. Uh I don't know. See, I'm far behind. There's a whole new couple. There's like a new number too. When uh, I think it was Gavin Newsom or one of these pandering pukes used it. It was. Well, there was a show Queer as Folk on HBO for a while, too, in the early 2000s, I think. Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Well, there's that as well. Yeah, maybe. I don't Um, know. But the acronym includes a number. It's like 2PLPGTQ. I think it might be two Qs. I will never apologize for standing up for an LGDP, LGT, LBG. So would it be queer and questioning? I don't know. I got to get that straight. That's important. Uh, it was a little the, different, though. Gruden was using that as an insult. He was saying you. Of course, okay. of course. But we're just comparing. I agree. The comparing violent, and contrasting. Right. We're looking for absolute a, hypocrisy. We're looking for fairness. We're looking for a, a standard that applies to everybody, and we're not getting that. And today, I think there'll be more picking at Gruden's bones. I don't know what it'll be. He'll have friends who will turn on him. You'll see people at ESPN. I mean, I'd love to know again what, what Sean McDonough knows or other people who worked with him. Was he like this off the air when you had dinner, when you had drinks, when you travel? Was he like this? Will will be people and they will absolutely throw him under the bus. We haven't heard from Carl Nassib yet, his player in Oakland or in Las Vegas, who's the f- legit the first openly gay player who could actually play as opposed to Michael Sam because... Uh, Gruden was right about Michael Sam. It was a stunt and it was, uh, we believe, designed to keep... The Rams off hard knocks. But. Not inclu- not not uh, according to Jeff Fisher, though. All right. Well, I don't believe him. I don't believe him. I <laughs> wow. don't believe him. But let's let's here's here's why Gruden must die. Why Gruden can never come back because of the very small minority of absolute hysterical race hustlers who you know look at this. They don't care about the queer stuff. They don't care about the pussy or what he said. They just look at race. They just look at the comment about Mar- Demora Smith's lips. That's all that matters. He must be canceled forever. And you go to people, you know, fair people, smart people like Jamel Hill. It amazes me that something soon as that she's on speed dial. So when you get any kind of controversy that involves race, you have the single most predictable pundit on there to uh, d- demand whoever it is walk the plank or get burned at the stake and if they they've already been burned at the stake she wants to you know cook uh, marshmallows over the flame that that's why she's there they bring her out to talk about just how racist the nfl is i mean again this this these are some of the most the least racist most colorblind uh institutions they have to be you cannot i'm convinced you couldn't be an out-and-out racist, you know, like a, you know, like a Jamel Hill, and coach a team. You couldn't be a general manager and be a flat-out racist. You'd lose. You know, you couldn't discriminate against people based on the color of the skin. You couldn't compete. You just couldn't. You wouldn't be able to. It couldn't. Wouldn't happen. The league is sixty-eight percent black. Is that all? I thought it was even higher. Well, well, this was as of 2014, so this is seven years ago. Maybe it is higher I now, but it's still over 70. Whatever. I mean, you, how do you compete? You can't. Uh, so, so I don't think anyone's going to make the case that Gruden or any successful coach discriminated. But that doesn't stop someone from like Jamel Hill from saying the whole league's a bunch of racists. Can we listen to uh, what Jamel Hill had yesterday? I think it's important. This is just exposing what we knew to be a mentality. That certainly permeates the NFL. Now, I'm not saying that every person that is in an executive position or associated with the NFL should be fitted for a white hood. But what I am saying is that, indeed, in an action, the NFL has shown over and over again that it's a racist league. You mentioned the segregation um, that were part of its roots, but also just in current day to have only three black head coaches, to have never had a majority black team owner. I mean, it's been 102 or 101 NFL seasons, and they just got their first black team president um, a couple years ago, who ironically is with the Washington football team. So in, in message, they sent it strongly. Black people are laborers. They are not leaders. And this is the scary scenario for any person of color, especially for black people, and certainly for those in the LGBT community, is that the constantly running into people with this mentality who have authority over our lives. Um. So she wants them to do what? Sell a team to a majority black owned. You know, someone has to sell their team to a majority 
uh, to, a, to a person of color. That's what she's demanding. Or hire a president just based on skin color. I think there's lots of black coaches. Right now, there's only three head coaches. There's lots of assist- assistant coaches. And I think uh, you'll see more. I mean, Eric Bieniemy is going to be the next head coach hired in the offseason. That's how it works. And there'll be more black coaches. But I always want examples. Just give me examples. Who's, who's the racist? You know, who's, who's keeping... Uh, black candidates, good black candidates, down. Not who's everyone keep- should be fitted with uh, white hoods right no, now. No, no, no. Not so, everyone, just some So of them. who should be? Who that's, should be? That's the question. I want to know names. if they're going to have evidence that Gruden discriminated. I mean, clearly, you know, he made fun of someone's lips, so clearly he's a Klansman. Did he discriminate against assistant coaches or equipment guys or players, for that matter, and say, I'm not going to play him, I'm not going to promote him, he's black. Let me know when that happens. And, and let me know when, when uh, Jamel Hill has an original thought. That'll be something different. I'm telling you, I love this Kyrie Irving story, Carano, and I'll tell you why. Because nobody likes Kyrie. No. I, I don't like him. I think he uh, was, is a brilliant player. He's a blast to watch. He's incredibly skilled. He's incredibly good. But he's uh, difficult. You know, he's very headstrong, stubborn. He's an egomaniac who thought saying the world is flat would make him interesting. He wants to be considered a free thinker, an independent thinker. And like a lot of guys in, you know, who's been the center of attention his whole life, he thinks he's much more profound than he really is. I thought, for the most part, he was a poser. I thought he was a guy who um, did things for effect, for attention. If he indeed is willing to sacrifice $35 million, which I believe he's scheduled to make this year, to stand on principle against vaccine mandates. People are doing this all over the country, as we know. We've talked about the Southwest pilots, but 4.3 million people quit their jobs in August. Many of them, maybe millions of them, did it on principle because they're not going to allow the government to force them to take medicine they don't want to take that they don't need. People are going to quit the military. We mentioned the other day, 51,000 Marines are scheduled to be kicked out of the military because they will not uh, succumb. They will not submit to Biden's uh, insane vaccine mandate. It's going to get ugly. It already is ugly. And by the way, kudos to the Southwest pilots because they won. They're the freedom fighters. They're leading the fight and they and their CEO backed down and said nobody will be fired because of the vaccine. Good for them. Hopefully everyone follows suit. But Kyrie Irving, uh, we talked about Andrew Wiggins. He gave in. Wiggins didn't want to get vaccinated, didn't want to, but didn't want to lose money, didn't want to miss the season. I don't blame him. He said, we don't have control over our, over our own bodies. This is wrong. He did it anyway. Kyrie Irving is apparently going to miss games home and away the new jersey nets announced and brooklyn nets announced initially he was going to miss home games now they said he's going to miss all the games he's out and of course you know your typical whatever people sports writers from the globe and the new york times and the networks and espn applaud that they they're all for the authoritarian measures that the biden regime takes against these unwashed against these filthy unvaccinated people dirty he's dirty uh, anti-vaxxers like you. Um, well, Kyrie Irving apparently is going to gonna stick to his guns. And for that, I don't care if you're the biggest pro-vaxxer in the world, biggest Biden fan, you must tip your cap to him. I think he's still a dink. Maybe that's part of it. He's so stubborn. He says, screw you. You can't tell me what to do. If he misses one game, if he misses one check, I will give him credit. Because I didn't think that would happen. I thought he would bow. Yeah, he would give in. Yes, like everyone else. Just, I mean, he might do it kicking and screaming, but you. Li- chances are, the vaccine would not have uh, uh, deleterious effects on him. He would not. No. Have, he would not. You know, have whatever, whatever bad side effects. He'd be fine. Of course, he'll be fine anyway. As somebody pointed out yesterday, the NFL, the NFL, the NBA allowed Magic Johnson to play with HIV, with AIDS. Uh, to play, to actually play. Yeah. Not to be on the team or hang around or coach or broadcast to play. Um, they won't allow Kyrie Irving to play because he won't get a shot that he doesn't need or want. It is a scary time in America, and I, I commend Kyrie. I hope he digs in his heels. 
I'm not sure how it will end. They'll just say you can't play and he'll be sidelined and, you know, the media will applaud it and, and they'll say, you know, you want to play, you submit, you know, you lay, you bow down before the, before the regime and take your medicine literally. Uh, but wouldn't that be wild if he gave in, took the shot and had major side effects end up. Oh man. You know, I mean, that would be you know, terrible. Ended up in ICU or something. It'd be terrible, but maybe it would bring some light to the, to these uh, draconian measures they're taking, but I. Um, so he's set to he'll he's set to lose seventeen million. They they can't dock his pay for the away games. If they do that, he has he he might have some recourse there. He can't there. play in the away games, can he? Well, yes, I he mean can. I guess he's he, he right. Can, he's, but they yeah. say we don't want to do eligible. that because right. Eligible. We don't want to do that because he's not a you know he's just not a full full time member of the team. Uh, I mean and, they they would take him part time. He's that good, but they do they want to. That's not sure. what the team is saying. The team is saying we, don't, we won't take them part-time. I know. They could take them, but they, they won't could. because they don't want to, uh, you know, buck the system. They want to be, make it clear they're bowing down. They're insisting he get uh, vaccinated. All the usual talking heads in ESPN and all the people in the press box that uh, are, are all on board with mandates, they're going to... Uh, uh, demonize him and ostracize him and say, what an awful person. In fact, Jamel Hill did. I think in that same interview was saying how selfish Kyrie Irving is because he doesn't want, doesn't need an injection, says, no, I'm good. They're not going to let him make a living. Not, and, and, you know, we're not going to hold any bake sales for him. He's got plenty of money. But is he's kind of an example. This is the same thing that's happening to Southwest Airlines stewardesses or mechanics People who aren't famous and rich. Or doctors or nurses or, 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 or people in the military, right. people who work in hospitals who are being fired yeah. by the millions because they will not submit. It so, is amazing. If this if this were President Trump, everyone would be calling him a fascist, saying this, you know, impeach him. This is fascism. But it's, you know, good old sleepy Joe and, you know, uh, Jen Psaki and Kamala Harris. So they say, well, it's for your own good. You know, just give just Why not? Why not? So I don't know if I believe this. Kyrie, someone close to Kyrie said that he was upset that people are losing their jobs due to vaccine mandates. And with his current life dynamics, how much dynamics, how much money he's made and the status he's gained, Irving was described as wanting to be a voice for the voiceless. I don't believe that. He's well, a selfish uh, bastard. There's no, no way. question. This is like he wants this to be his Kaepernick moment, yes. right? Yes. I don't know about Kaepernick, but yes. But wants, you know what I mean? Like he wants to be the leader I, of the, I of the see, resistance. I could see, exactly. I could see his people spinning it that way and good for them. I mean, I don't, I, I'm sure he's largely for selfish reasons, but I do think he's one of those guys, you know, like Jesse Kelly, like Turtle Boy, who the more you tell him that he's got to get vaccinated, the, the less likely back. he is yeah. to get vaccinated. So the more they keep pushing him, eh, the more he is going to push back. So good for him. I mean, he'll sit down and talk about it and it'll be all convoluted and he'll think he sounds, you know, so deep and profound. He won't. He'll sound like an idiot, but so what? He's sticking Well, I'm to glad he's doing it. I mean, I'm a on lot the of guys, side for this. A lot of guys are giving in, rolling over, saying, give me the shot. But And a lot of guys aren't supporting him. You know, they should be. They should. As somebody, uh, was, somebody tweeted, they said, too bad he's not a pilot for Southwest Airlines. Then he would have lots of teammates supporting him. He's, in, he's a Brooklyn net, an NBA player, he has virtually nobody supporting him. They're virtually, no, they're literally saying, what are you being so selfish for? He's not being, well, he is being selfish, but it's for a good reason and good for him. Um, Why do Shea before? Uh... Yeah, let's do Shea and then we're going to tell you about the, uh, the song that's been played. Very, very popular song for 50 years that has been canceled. But first, let me talk about Shea Concrete. This is uh, for you homeowners and home builders out there. Did you know that Shea Concrete has a huge selection of precast concrete steps? Of course you did. I've been telling you about this. this. is the best thing. I think it might be the best thing they do is their precast concrete steps. Whether you're building a new home or you need to replace an old staircase in an old home, Shea has great values with designs for any home. Available in concrete, or you can customize the steps with beautiful stone, granite, or brick. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front, front entrance of your home. In most cases, they can remove the old stairs and have you walking up your new front steps within hours. Just like that. You call Shea, they come over, they take the old steps away, which, by the way, they're really heavy. That is a pain in the ass. They take the old steps away, they put the new steps. You can sit in the window with the AC cranking and watch it all happen. And when they're done, your house looks better and it's worth more. This isn't an expense. This is an investment in your home. Check it out. You can learn more about Shea's precast concrete steps at SheaConcrete.com. And, by the way, you can also look for a job there. You can go to Shea Concrete. Or get on shakeconcrete.com. They're always hiring. It's a great company, a great place to work. 
Maybe it's time for you to upgrade your profession and go work for Shea. Check that out as well at SheaConcrete.com. I'll tell you one of the reasons. When I was a kid, I was not the biggest Rolling Stones fan. I owned Hot Rocks, which was a great uh, collection. And uh, I, mean, I like them. I like, you know, uh, Satisfaction and Sympathy for the Devil and songs that I can understand. Because I told you, I like to sing along. Yeah. You know, I, like, I like lyrics. I like stories. I never really liked Brown Sugar because I didn't really know the words. Same with Jumpin' Jack Flash. Apparently, those are their two most popular songs, according to this story. Sure. Um, I'm not sure how Satisfaction wouldn't be more popular, but whatever. It's one of their very most, the, the, their most popular songs that they've been playing live for 50 years and announced yesterday, Mick and, and, and Keith announced they won't be playing Brown Sugar anymore. And I'm like, what? I, I guess I, you know, realized Brown Sugar was a reference to, you know, a black woman, whatever. It didn't seem offensive for the last 50 years, but as we know, times have changed. You're allowed to sing about killing Bette Midler or Margot Kidder and, and, and raping bitches while their kids watch in silence, but you're not allowed to sing about a slave. I, I mean, I don't, you said it's about It's a definitely slave. an anti-slave song. It's yeah. An anti, do you have the lyrics in front yeah, of you? Yeah, Gold I read Coast them, I read them, Hold on, I read them yeah. this morning, and it makes sense. I mean, I've heard them literally thousands of times and tried to sing along, but they lose me. I don't know what it's about. It's, uh, but apparently it's about a slave in New Orleans. Yeah, Gold Coast slave ship bound for cotton fields, sold in the market down in New Orleans. Scarred old slaver knows he's doing all right. Hear him whip the women just around midnight. There's no way. So they're, they're... Hear him whip the women around midnight? Yes. And you're all having a good time and drinking and smiling and dancing to yeah. whipping slaves? Uh, <laughs> God, I can't believe I ever uh, listened to this tried song. Tried to sing along with you. Know, Not know the lyrics and try to sing along with I tried. With I told you, if, that ever ha if you could ever Google lyrics when I was a kid, that's all I would do. Yeah, because I, I would sit there and literally, if I had the record or the album or whatever the, the eight track, the cassette, I would play it back and forth, try to figure it out. I could never figure this one out. I don't know what the hardest part was, but so it's about cracking the whip around midnight it's, and whipping slaves. Yeah, there. This is a you know social what? commentary. I on... think I think that we we can't. Mick and didn't Mick and uh, Ethan uh, do the Stones do halftime at the Super Bowl? They did. They did. That's disgusting. That's just, I can't believe they let them. Did they do the song? I don't remember. Probably not. Probably I'd not. have to look. They probably but, did the awful, the worst song of all time. I shouldn't say, the, one of the five worst of all time is Start Me Up. Oh, no, that's a good that, song. That's an awful, oh, it's awful, so good. awful song. Came it's out in the 80s, not quite, right in my childhood. Not quite as bad as Abracadabra, which is the worst Oh, that song is ever. one of the worst. No, it's the ever. worst. Yeah, that, the I, worst. and I hate the Steve Miller band, but that, I want to reach that out and grab you. So nice awful. rhyme, Steve. <laughs> Uh, but they oh, already here we go with the rhymes again. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, abracadabra and grab you. No, but so they already updated the Wikipedia here on a, on 11th October 2021. Jagger and Richards stated they would be reluctantly dropping the song from their concert set list due to the subject matter, though they expressed hope to bring it back in the future. So, so, so and, 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 the, and literally, they've been playing it for 50 years. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. If that doesn't tell you that we're in a crazy time, man. Best song that. is Can You Hear Me Knocking. I love that song. It's a good song. Yeah. I don't know if I could sing. Can you? Yeah. yeah I could sing. I could yeah, sing. Yeah. But I, I like to, you know, like, 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 obviously, Sympathy for the Devil. You can yeah, understand sorry, I'm the sick words. Of that song, but yeah. The, my favorite Stone song was a kid was, I can't even remember the exact name, 10,000 Light Years from Home. Have you ever heard that? Uh, I can't recall that. It's not the most popular, but it's a good one. I'd say play it, but we don't have the licensing rights no, to play uh, it. No, Gimme Shelter, another great one. Yeah, you can, I think you can. Yeah, yeah Honky Tonk Blues, you can, yeah. You can understand that one. Yeah, but, of course. So Brown Sugar will no longer be played. If you're going to see the Stones anytime soon, you cannot hear Brown Sugar, because it's about whipping slaves. Not what, a wild horses. Don't really fan. Don't really like their ballads very much. If you, if you um, have been singing, enjoying Brown Sugar for you know 30, 40, 50 years, should you feel guilty? Because no, you can, why not? I it's mean, an anti-slavery. It's an anti-slavery song. Show, okay, show me the anti part. Well, obviously, it's a social commentary. Okay, where's the anti part? Well, they, but they're not. They're not just. They don't have to tell you it's bad by by describing oh, the God. subject matter. Any rational human being would See, know that this is bad. Why? Just sing some crack in the whip. I'm not. I'm not He's singing about whipping slaves. He is. Yes. What a, I mean, I think Mick and Keith should be canceled. I think they should be. They should lose all their uh, endorsement deals. They're so old. They're, they can't be canceled. At yes. This point. But it is crazy to me that someone got to them and was like, "Hey, you guys should probably say something before oh, this gets ugly." Speaking of too big to cancel, we mentioned Dave Chappelle's too big. Less to than cancel. three minutes, by the uh, way. We don't have time for this, but it, you got to see the Rotten Tomatoes ranking. Versus the uh, critics' ranking, it's hilarious with uh, Chappelle and uh, the. <laughs> I 
I love this. How much time have we got? Two minutes? Yeah. Uh, well, before we go, I'm going to say uh, good luck to William Shatner up at space. He's oh, does he go today? today? Yes. Good for him. But here's the Rotten Tomato score for the Fauci documentary, which is obviously a hagiography by uh, by Disney, right? Yeah, Disney, Disney. put this yep. together. Full of lies. Doesn't even mention uh, you know, all the lies he tells, all the corruption. According to the critics, 91%. That's the score from the critics? That's pretty high. Would you care to guess the score from the audience? I'm betting it's lower than that. A little bit lower. Uh, two percent. Two. <laughs> that seems I believe, about right. I believe Rotten Tomatoes has taken that down, but the Rotten and with uh, Chappelle, it's the exact opposite. Uh, here's the Chappelle uh, Rotten Tomato uh, Tomato Meter. Thirty-five percent from the critics. Yeah. From the audience, want to guess? Much higher than that. Ninety-nine percent. Oh, now it's down to 97. The Closer. Oh. The Closer by Dave Chappelle. 97% according to the audience, 33% That's, according to the critics. Seems about right. That tells you all you need to know. Anyway, good luck to uh, William Shatner and Hunter Biden, by the way. He sold five pieces of- uh, He's his, so talented. His finger paintings. He sold five for 75000 each. And Jen Psaki said his father's very proud of him. Yeah, so we're, all, we're all proud of Hunter. We're all proud of him. But uh, all right, that'll do it. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening and commenting. We appreciate it. Um, uh, we will uh, do this again tomorrow. We'll be uh, Friday on Locals. Yep. We're all subscribers. If you want to subscribe, again, Locals.com. Check it out. There's some free content, but there's also some subscriber-only content. Check Supporter that out for only. Friday. Yep. Supporter only. There you go. Thank you very much. You're Thanks welcome. to Carano. Thanks to everybody. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show, and we will talk to you again tomorrow.